Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And we are proud, honored, and humbled uh, to announce our guest, Catherine Paparaki. Uh, Catherine was a cast member with me on The Ultimate Fighter Season 30, an all-around badass, an incredible mom, one of the strongest, most inspirational people I know. Catherine, how the hell are you today? Oh my goodness, I'm awesome. Thank you. How are how are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, I mean, we're good. So I I, I want to jump right into some stuff with you. Yeah, let's uh, do it. Let's, let's get to the juicy bits. Let's go. I'm game today. Here we go. How was your experience on the Ultimate Fighter 30? It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. I got a lot that I can take. Um. I think it helped me to kind of grow up a little bit. Um, and yeah, man, I uh, I think that it was awesome overall, for sure. Okay, now specifically, because we're all going through this, Joe and I talk about this a lot. Okay. Let's talk about your episode, because we're not really portrayed on a lot of the episodes, right? Like they do an episode that's based on you and Laura, there was an episode that was based on me and Eduardo and we make these like kind of bit appearances. Yeah. Let's, let's start with portrayal. How do you feel about how you came across in the series and on your episode? Man, I, I feel awesome. I mean, I'm playful. I'm kind of odd. I'm pretty positive and happy. Uh, and I think that all, came through. I, uh, I'm actually uh, the National Stuttering Association um, called me and was like, we need to team up. Wow. Uh, so it's just opened up like a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even plan for. So, yeah. That's wow, amazing. I before we even go any further, I didn't know that organization even existed. Me That's, neither. Uh, yeah. And I'm a stutter. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, um, man, like I had no clue that there were just like people that I could have been like talking to. And like, there is so much out there now. Um, so I'm pumped to just like hop all in. Well, uh, you know, in, in the episode, like you kind of mentioned how it would have been great when you were growing up to see somebody else who stuttered and to realize like it, it does, it's not like a death sentence, you know, like you yeah. can grow up and you can be just fine. So how, how awesome is that? That like, here you are on the show talking about like, gosh, I just wish there was more resources for people. And then all of a sudden there's a national board for this. That's it's amazing. So, man, like it is so cool. I, um, I went with intent on the show to just be who I am. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's pretty cool that that um, who I am is able to help others. So, yeah, amen. Amen. Yeah. I'm excited. And I, I just want to interject, Joe, and I want to say, uh, Catherine, you, you talking about your personality of the show uh joe catherine was the one that i think everyone went to talk to when they wanted to be cheered up because <laughs> so, i mean catherine, listen, always, I, I don't know catherine like as well i didn't live with uh, catherine in a house for like five weeks or whatever uh but from what i saw on the show i really became a huge fan i really liked oh, catherine a lot. So like and, and that that is a sense that I have is that you're just a very positive very cheerful kind of person you're not there to bring other people down 
you know, there, I didn't notice like any like smack talking, trash talking. It was all just like, you're focused on being who you were. Yeah. And, and, and I, I kind of want to get into this a little bit, but maybe we'll save it for more when uh, we talk about the fight a little bit, but I, I feel like that was what the problem was with your fight is that you weren't fighting your fight. Ah, and that was like so the one, true. the one time that you didn't stick to that gun. And that was the outcome. It's so unfortunate um, because now that I have seen it a few times, I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm like, why didn't I just open up? Um, mm-hmm. However, though, um, let's not forget, right? Like I'm, I'm going into the ultimate fighter. I was three and two. I turned pro in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm still new. So it's really like it was just a good experience Um, as a young kid. Like I didn't really play a lot of sports. Um, So I've never really dealt with another coach um, that's not my husband. (laughs) And so uh, having people around that like don't know me, um, I wasn't um experienced enough to know how to like say exactly what i needed so uh oh well man right like what if you're going to have that particular experience and make that particular mistake in your career it's very fortunate that you got to do it under this venue because this doesn't negatively impact your pro record, right? Like you, yeah. You get the benefit of all your mistakes and all your hard earned lessons without having to carry that loss in your loss column, which is absolutely kind of nice. Right. Absolutely. But to, to what you said, being, being a, you know, a younger fighter inexperienced, what was it like for you going into the house with a legend like Bobby Maximus? Oh, Bobby Maximus. Wow. (laughs) Man, um, I, I, I am so thankful to you, Bobby. Um, I feel like you just really took on this, like, you were just a really cool guy that was just there to like talk to and help and hang out. And, um, I think overall it kind of helped everyone except for probably one person but other than that everyone was like we like bobby i mean completely fair and i appreciate the kind <laughs> words there was a couple of people in there that didn't like me but you and i also i think came from the same place and what i mean by that is neither of us was overly popular growing up sure we both had some hardships. We both overcome a lot in our lives. And we both went into the house with grown-ass kids' marriages. Yes. Like you and I are at a different place fundamentally than not to put anybody down, but some of the other kids in the house. Yes. So you and I, like when I say you're my favorite person to talk to and the person that cheered me up, you didn't complain about stupid bullshit. <laughs> yes. Yes crying over the production schedule you got how the thing worked you've done a real job you were a grown-up and a professional and in a way that worked against us in some ways for you it's that you probably weren't assertive enough 
kind of looking after your own coaching. Yeah, sure. Because you're a nice person. You don't want to complain. You don't want to make waves. You don't want to do that. And then I got in trouble for being nice to you because you had a different colored jersey on. <laughs> and so some of the people in the house couldn't handle that. But we had a lot of in-depth talks about what it's like having a 13-year-old kid. Because if I remember correctly, your kids are 13 and 11. 11 and 13. Yes, they are older. They're absolutely older. And I think too, for me, like, man, like my kids are going to be watching my show here. And it's important to me how I act, how I handle things. Um, I'm pretty big on like, not just telling them, um, but like to show them. And uh, yeah. That's a, that's a really yeah. interesting perspective too, because, you know, if I, if I think back to like when I was in my twenties and I was just, you know, a free agent kind of with nothing to lose, like my behavior on the show would have been really different. Because be because of exactly that, because I do feel, and I don't want to say this like in an egg way, but I do feel pressure to be better. You know as, what I mean? Like my, my, marriage, as you should, my, my, as yeah. you absolutely should. Like my marriage makes me a better man. You know what I mean? Like my wife yes. sort of demands that I'm better. I, I, I cuss a lot less because of her. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, sure. I, I keep a much more uh, positive outlook because I don't want my children to see me struggling with stupid stuff. I want them to know that they can conquer as well. So I, I hadn't thought about that of going into the show with sort of that perspective. And, yeah. and cause it's hard enough. I mean, it's hard enough. You got cameras in your face 24 seven, you know, it's, it's a weird sort of surreal existence while you're there. And it is sort of a, this game that you play and you can never really let your guard down because if you say something, Sue, like if Bobby was walking around the house saying, Oh, I'm too old for this shit. Like they could have <laughs> cut that into every episode of the show and made him look like an idiot. You know, it's so like you, you kind of yeah. have to like put up a front, but like you can put up a good one too. It doesn't always mean a negative. Like that, that's yeah. I think in a odd way, um, because of my stuttering, um, my husband and I prior had just kind of talked about that, like, I wasn't afraid of showing it, but I didn't want to be so uncomfortable that it was like over... Um, overwhelming and so I also had to slow down and like what I said I thought about and I thought it over and it was actually like a great time to just kind of not talk so much (laughs) and kind of hear what other people are saying and Mm -hmm. to just kind of watch yeah yeah well is there um I don't know. Is there like a stigma with stuttering? Like, do people just think you're slow because of the stutter? Okay. So I've been stuttering since I was three. Like Uh I have no idea what anybody thinks about (laughs) me because I stutter and I, I really don't care. Um, Like for, a long time, I guess I was concerned that they would think I was slow Mm -hmm. Um, or like I would act very confused because I was trying to stall time. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now that I'm older, like I'm more 
aware of that. That's not how I want to present anyway. Um, so, so I just have to kind of slow down. And uh, for the most part, man, everybody's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I just, I wonder from uh, from a fighter standpoint, if that's what they see of you, and then they they're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the snot out of this girl because you know she's she's somehow slow. Like the processing isn't there. You know what I mean? And then you step Wait in the and ring try. and and you move like you move. Like that's scary. I'm sorry, but that's frightening how well you move in the ring. So Thank you. I mean, it could be to your advantage. Like you could play that card a little bit if you wanted to. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, now and that's. A good segue. Let's talk about the fight a little bit. Okay. Uh, Catherine, I don't know if you went through this. We obviously watched all the fights in the house. Absolutely. And I have a little bit different memory of them when I actually watch it back on TV. Me as well. Yeah. When we're in the house, we're kind of there, Joe. The cameras are on. We got to stand in a certain place. We're getting Mm -hmm. led all over. Like There's all kinds of television bullshit, right? Yeah. And you're a little bit emotionally invested. And then you go back and watch the fight. You're watching the same fight, the same footage, essentially, but you see different things. So once you had your fight, Catherine, you lost, obviously, and then you saw it on TV. Did your recollection of the fight change in any way? Um, yes, a lot. Um, I think I'm very critical up front that's just how i operate at times and uh i remembered it being way horrible and not good at all um and i now that i've seen it again i even feel that there is argument for that i might have taken the first um i understand that she was dragging me down but i wasn't taking damage i was popping right back up um i think there's an just an argument for that um i just when i watch it i don't look like myself um almost at all (laughs) yeah um however i it as every fight does uh it just reminds me like what i need to grow at and what i need to do better at um so it's all good <laughs> i'm all right well and, 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 and i, I remember actually... oh sorry about it i was just because i remember uh seeing you you had posted something after your episode had aired and you had said that you felt like you were so concerned about what she was doing that there wasn't enough focus on what you should be doing Oh, man. So when I took the fight on three days, possibly, Mm -hmm. we worked on blocking takedowns, blocking takedowns, blocking takedowns. And we just got so caught up in that. And I really like to be coached. I have a hard time saying no. I'm like, I will hop as high as I am told. Um, and, and I never once stopped and said like, well, but I'm a, like, I can strike, I can clinch, I can grind. Um, and I just never got anything started. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is an individual sport, right? Absolutely. So like 
there's some comfort in being coached, you know, just like there's, there's comfort in being on a team and not having to be the nail that sticks up. Right. Absolutely. But like to put yourself out there and, and to win and lose on your own merits, like that's really, really hard. And, and, and I mean, even socially, just putting yourself out there and being who you are is a really challenging thing for a great number of people competing against other people who are doing the same thing is even harder. And so when you do have a coach, someone you look up to, someone you trust, someone who is worthy of your trust and your respect, you just sort of do want to feel comfortable there. You want yeah. to trust that and you want to know like, okay, this person knows what's going on because you, you have to almost admit to yourself that you don't, you know, sure. I don't know what to expect and to have the, the trust in yourself that you have in somebody at that level is sort of like elevating yourself to their level sure. in your own mind. And that's like, if you're a nice, humble person, that's really, really hard to do. Cause that's what I struggled with a lot in my career. I took a lot of like second places for years sure. Sure. In, in, in fighting tournaments. And it was like, eventually I just had to realize like I deserved to be number one. And if I'm number one, then I have to be the person that everybody else is looking up to. Mm, yeah. so when, when I heard you say that whole bit about, yeah, I was so focused on what she could do. It really, that resonated with me really deeply. And in, in my experience as a fighter of just saying like, yeah, God damn, how often was I so worried about what, what if they do this? What if they do that? What if they do that? And that I should have been thinking about, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and let them react to me. Absolutely. Well, and Joe, I, I want to add two things to that. One, Catherine, and I'm going to be objective about this. I think your fight should have went to a third round. At least. I'm with, yeah. I'm with you. I think you won that first round. Yeah. And even the second round, there's a whole thing in scoring. Listen, I love wrestling. I love wrestlers. But if you take somebody down and can't do anything, I don't think it really counts. Right. Uh, Zach and I used to talk about this a lot. Like if you put somebody down, you should be able to get into a striking position or, or finish somebody. Sure. Laura couldn't like, I think her whole game was essentially lay and pray. Yeah. Take you yeah. down, wait out time, take you down, wait out time. Like I actually think that, that you did more in that fight. And so I think it goes to a third round. The other thing is now we talk about coaching sure. and I want to be careful how I say this because I have nothing but respect for Amanda, Nina, Roger, Kami, like the whole group. You absolutely. Guys yes, absolutely. But I don't think that you had the best game plan going into the fight given to you by the, by your coaches. Sure. And the reason I want to say this respectfully is I don't even know it's there if, if it's their fault because it's almost impossible to know an athlete for two minutes and put a good game plan yeah. for them sure. together. Like they've got to look after eight people. They're filming uh, they've got their daughter there. Like there's a lot going on. Absolutely. You essentially had a couple of days with them where the focus was on you. Yeah. And then you were let loose to go fight. But I feel like if someone was to watch tape on you or to sit down with you for 30 minutes and talk to you, they could have developed a different game plan. Sure. And I feel like, I feel like you fight Laura outside the house. I think you beat her nine times out of 10. I would love the opportunity. Good. And I hope I see it. I would love to see that. Yeah. But, I would love um, the opportunity. That's, that's the other thing, Joe, you know, that, that Catherine understands now, but like, and I would talk to people in the house about, it. I remember Brogan and Claire and I had this talk. 
Um, of course you did, Bobby. Of course you did. <laughs> what, what, what position were you sitting in while you had this conversation? <laughs> But this is this is where all Juju's issues come from, Catherine, is I had to talk with them. I remember very clearly about the person that wins this competition is not always the best fighter. Absolutely. It's the person that deals with all the BS in the house, at practice, the setup, because nothing about the situation is normal. Yeah. Well, listen, there, there's going to be a winner. The show is set up to make yeah. a quote unquote winner. But I, I'm convinced after just watching as much of this season as I've watched, you can take anybody in this house and have a rematch and the results could completely go the other way. Absolutely. If you've got, if you've got your husband, if yep. you've got your team, if you're at home with your daughters, if yep. you've got your own stuff, like the, the, the result, it ends up different sometimes. And that's what people don't understand when they watch these fights there's so many things that aren't normal. And that's why I'm glad they're not counted on our records. Yes. Because it's not a normal situation. And back to that talk, the person that wins is the person that just deals with that scenario, perhaps the best. Like I also feel it was a huge advantage for Katniss to have John Wood in her corner. I, yeah. It absolutely was. It, absolutely it worked out good for her, but you've got somebody coming in who that is your Amanda coach? and Nina can have their thoughts, but John Wood can be like, no, I've worked with her for four years. That is exactly is how it went. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. And so it's, it's super interesting. Now shifting gears a little bit to the future. Uh, what's your plan now? Show is kind of, I mean, it hasn't run its course. Sure. We'll appear a couple more times and stuff like that, but what's, what's your plans for the future now? Yeah, I uh, I mean, kind of like you had talked about earlier, like I came into the house um, and like I have a gym, I have a job, like I'm set um, regardless. So I'm just back to it. Um, my husband and I run a gym. Um, I am coaching some kids programs um right now um my husband and i run a company called the colorado jiu-jitsu club uh we do pro jiu-jitsu shows uh and we have one coming up july 23rd um i'm training incredibly hard i don't know who for or whom um but i would like to fight in august um so i am just being prepared and uh i'm just hanging out good i like that now what about beyond fun because we talked about you had sent me uh the the, the national stuttering yeah. Type thing. Have have avenues like that really opened up for you? And do you plan on really taking advantage of that stuff? Absolutely, man. Uh so the National Stuttering Association is having a um a conference uh from like June 29th to July 3rd. Uh so my husband and I are going uh i'm planning to just chat with anyone and everyone and hear 
they're just everything I'm pumped. Um, another program called me. Um, they're the Stuttering Association for Kids. Um, so I'm also hoping to partner up uh, and just hang out. That's awesome. I love that. It's what, so cool. What are your plans for the summer with the girls? Because you are you are a mom first. So what's uh, well? You have older kids. They don't want to do anything. They want to eat snacks and watch TV and and hang out, man. Uh, or just hanging out. They they just come with me to the gym we've gone on some hikes we've gone on some runs um next week they're in uh a camp um we take a camping trip uh every us summer and i'm thinking we're gonna go down to um the sand dunes. Um, I think that's kind of it. Nice. I like it. And you also owe me a trip to Salt Lake City, Joe. I got to tell you, you you're going you're gonna to love Catherine after this. Um, we decided that her 13-year-old and my 13-year-old are nerd city. And so <laughs> they... They are going to date. We're going to hook them up. They're not old enough <laughs> at some point. It's a, an arranged and, uh, situation. <laughs> I convinced I convinced Catherine in the house to get Journeys to Middle Earth. Oh, there we go. Catherine, Joe convinced me to get, and now yeah. it's a big part of me and my uh, nerd son's life. So we'll okay. be, come to Salt Lake. We can fight. We can do some jujitsu. Um, I love now it. That I, now that I don't have to be on the show and, and, and be nice, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> uh, and then uh let me and, then, and then there we go so it'll, I like be, uh, it. it'll be a blast um, I love listen it. i wanted to say to you while we had you on air uh you really were one of my favorite people in the house um i genuinely enjoyed our conversations Thank and you so i know that you struggled with this because we talked about it it was really hard for me to be away from my kids yeah and every time i talked to you it made me feel better because you would you were going through the same thing and you always had such a cheerful, good, uplifting attitude. So thank you for making my experience there a hell of a lot better. Uh, I mean, you're one of the people that really made the experience there and I've got nothing but respect for you as a fighter, uh, a human being. I loved watching your episode because I think they did justice to that. um, And you're an inspiration. So thank you for all of that and really looking forward to your career in the UFC. Thank you. I think there are going to be, I, I, I mean, if I'm, if I'm honest about it, I think in your fight, you can see flashes of brilliance. Thank and you. if you sure. can kind of hone that in and get it together, holy shit, world, look out. And one more thing I want to add, <laughs> because I have a memory of this. Okay. You're also light for the weight class. I am a straw weight. Yeah. Like Joe, she should be fighting at a buck 15. Yeah, Yeah. Um, because everyone else was cutting like, geez, you saw Claire's weight cut like that was the norm for girls in that house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Claire, Katniss, Brogan, like everyone was cutting. But I was eating a lot. I was eating, trying to get up to like 122. 
Yep. You know, but- fighting in the in the one twenty five class, and so I think that's the other thing. Are you going to go back to one fifteen? Absolutely. Are you absolutely? That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. I love being a straw weight. <laughs> yeah. I'm huge for that class. I'm tiny for flyweight, yeah. man. I'm yeah. a tiny chick. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how much that can change. Yes. Like with just, with just, I mean, Joe, it seems like 10 pounds, but it's not really. It's not. Just, it's not. Like I said, like Catherine, you'd be walking at, like if you fought Claire, you're walking at 121, 122, and that's with you trying to be that heavy. Yep. Like Claire's out here walking at what, 155, 165? Well, so I remember the first day of practice, and Claire like grabbed <laughs> me. And I was like, holy moly, like, yeah. you're some big girls. Like, all right, I'm fighting everybody today. <laughs> like, it's, it's, and, and and like I said, like if you were to see Joe, if you were to see Catherine stand beside Katniss is a fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brogan's bigger than Katniss. Yeah. And then Claire's a monster. Like it's like, Catherine, you're kind of like the little one. Well, it was perfect though because I got every single size small everything. So <laughs> no one was competing with me for clothes sizes. So yeah, I got hooked up. <laughs> there are perks. <laughs> there are perks. And, and Joe, you know, I was the light one too. Like if yeah. one more person tells me how much bigger Eduardo is than me, I'm going to fight. <laughs> but that dude is a giant. Just oh, he's fair. a big dude. He is a big dude. He is a big dude. So like, sweet, though. Oh, my gosh. So nice. Yeah. I think I think everyone in the house, Catherine, I mean, with the exception of a couple of people, everyone there was really nice. Yes. And yeah, I agree. Right reasons. Like, for the most part. And that's why we all we all got along, which is uh, which is good, even though I'm the snake with the red jersey. Wow. <laughs> which, which I do want to confront you about something, Catherine, because I know that you'll take it the best. Okay. Why the fuck am I excluded from the Team Nunez team chat? (laughs) Have you guys really turned your back on me? (laughs) We're out of the house. Because I found out about this team chat, Joe, and I was kind of hot about it. Well, has has Nunez reached out to you at all, Bobby? Has she she bridged to to say, you know, hey, we appreciate all your snakiness? Yeah, all my thank all my you for fun. all your tips and your <laughs> keys to success. Holding, holding pads for Catherine in the backyard, Brogan uh, <laughs> and Katniss, uh, teaching Claire about. So, you know, I just again, and, 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 and Amanda's not even on the Nunez team chat. It's just like the the people who are in the house, and I got excluded, Joe. So I'm kind of hurt. Oh. oh, don't be hurt, Bobby. Kind of hurt. I expect my rightful seat at the table. <laughs> and by the way, if one, Joe, I got to tell you one more story because Catherine's here and she'll laugh too. We were talking about the camera portrayal, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every time one of you jackasses would walk by and say, hey, we have a red jersey for you. I'm like, fuck, this is going <laughs> to Oh my God, this is going to be bad. So that was kind of a funny behind the scenes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Catherine, we love you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, you guys. Give our best to Steven and the the kids. And 
And uh, oh, one more quick thing. How's that Traeger working out for you? Oh my gosh, it is the best thing ever. I oh oh my gosh, I have smoked turkey. We've smoked chicken. We've smoked everything. It's it's incredible. Thank you. Oh my you gosh. Are, you are welcome, Joe. Uh, Joe, I, I, I don't know if I told you this. I was actually giving cooking classes in the house. Yeah, and yeah. So I taught I taught Catherine how to be a grill master. There you go. Um, I wait, taught, wait, 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 wait! I already came. <laughs> I taught I taught Chandler and Eduardo why you should not microwave your steak and mm. set them. <laughs> you did do that. It was a good deal, Joe. So, <laughs> it was fun. Well, Catherine, we love you. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much, guys. Everybody, and uh, we appreciate your time and are wishing you nothing but the best because you deserve it. Thank you. Because you're the last of a dying breed.